Come on. Mind your own business. When was the last time somebody told you to mind your own business? When was the last time you told somebody to mind their own business? I think it's time that everybody starts doing it. And here's why. We've got a fuckload of problems. The Borgen Project has a list of the top problems facing humanity right now. Poverty. Religious conflict and war, political polarization, government accountability, education, food and water, health in developing nations, credit access, discrimination, and physical fitness round out the top 10. In the United States, we've certainly got our hands full. We're dealing with racism, issues with policing, education, abortion, equity, human trafficking, immigration, loneliness, drug overdoses, politics. The list literally goes on and on and on. Here's the thing. I only have so much bandwidth. The same goes for you. Even if you are considerably smarter than I am, and that's extremely possible, there is a limit to how much, how many things we can give our attention to, how many, just how much stuff we can allow into our brains. The average human makes 35,000 decisions every day. Think about that, 35,000 decisions a day. If you're awake for 16 hours, that's 2,187 decisions an hour or 36 decisions a minute. So it's a lot. Maybe you've heard of Dunbar's number. Dunbar's number was coined in the 1990s by British anthropologist Robert Dunbar. and what Robert figured out was that human beings, you and I, are, are capable of maintaining successful relationships with right around 150 people. Maybe you can do more. Maybe you can do a little bit less. He figured out that we can manage relationships effectively with 150 people. So our brains are absolute supercomputers. Super They've served us extremely well, helping us not be consumed by animals, helping us avoid getting burned to death in, in, in fires. When you smell a fire, our body instantly tells us to get out, right? Our brains are awesome. And they're already doing a lot. They're already processing 35,000 decisions a day. We're managing relationships with trying to manage relationships with way more than 150 people. So there is a limit. And if we are not careful, if we are not good stewards and mindful, we will lose our minds. And it's possible that you probably already know somebody who has. That person you're thinking of right now, like that freaking guy or that freaking gal, has lost their mind. <clears throat> so extremely possible. Maybe you have already lost your mind. Or maybe you feel like you're losing your mind. I'm talking about myself. I'm projecting a little bit. I feel like I'm losing my mind quite a bit. As of late, we're already overwhelmed. You're probably feeling a little overwhelmed. I know that I certainly am feeling overwhelmed by a lot that's going on right now. The majority of Americans have certainly reported being burned out. I cannot help everyone. 
I cannot support every cause, and neither can you. Trying to do so is a fool's errand and a recipe for disaster. We need to take a step back. Stop piling on more. We need to take time to think. We need to get a clear head. And we need to start practicing self-care. I'm really I'm coming at this from a position of love. And if you're a kind-hearted and caring person, which I think that you probably are, you need to be very protective of your peace, of your peace of mind. We have to mind our own business. Minding our own business means taking responsibility for ourselves and taking care of ourselves. It's what personal responsibility is all about. So we are, I sort of, I, I started thinking about this I don't know, probably five years ago, that but there is a war that is raging for our attention right now. There is a war raging for our time, for our money, and again, for our attention. And if we are not making decisions about how we spend or allocate those important resources, well, then there's somebody else who is. There's this army of marketers and algorithms that is constantly following us around and it's growing bigger and getting smarter every single minute, every second of the day. And it's running 24 seven. It's not doing the 16 hour a day and then eight hour sleep thing. It's constantly going, it's taking no days off. Social media has proven to be a destructive force in our lives. And media is doing way more harm than it is good. I don't care what your favorite media source is. I bet it sucks. And I bet it is not serving you. I bet very little positivity is coming out of it. I can almost guarantee that the media that you think is the best is sowing seeds of division and hatred and and all these things. No matter what media source we're talking about. One of my favorite quotes comes from Blaise Pascal. It says that all of humanity's problems stem from our inability to sit quietly in a room alone. Now, Blaise said that in the 1600s. And do you think that it's more relevant today or more relevant when he said it in the 1600s? That's pretty wild, huh? I think the 1600s was before iPhones. I think the 1600s was before, before internet and Facebook too. Just, just really not, not, not too much before, but a little bit. So when was the last time you sat quietly in a room by yourself? No phone, no screen, just you. When was the last time you did that? And I really do think that we've lost our ability to sit and think and ponder. And it's my assertion that we need to get back to doing that more consistently to retrain ourselves, reteach ourselves how to do that. So what an interesting time that we've been living through. We are literally questioning everything. We're questioning how we educate our kids. We're questioning how we police our communities. We're questioning how and where we work. We're just, we think, you know what? Should we tear all of it down? Should we build it back up? What works? What's serving us? What isn't? 
And I really think that it, while this is going to be a, a net positive in the long run, the process has been and will continue to be pretty messy until we do actually figure it all out. And I've spent a good amount of time thinking about what my first principles are. Happy to say that I just came up came upon first principle thinking not too long ago. And I thought, oh my gosh, how in the world am I just learning about this? So, and what first principle thinking is, it's really getting down to what is fundamentally true. And it's a truth that can't be reasoned through analogy. So I think that the more that we can figure out what the first principles in our lives are, what is fundamentally true, um, the better off that we're really going to be. And in order to do that, you need to spend time thinking about it. I think having a pen and a paper, having a pen and maybe multiple pieces of paper is an extremely helpful exercise to really get down to the root of what you think is most important, what you think is true. And the problem with that is it does require thought and it does require time. And because we are spending too much time focused on too much crap that doesn't matter, and we're carrying so many other people's water and not focused on our own business that we're not able to do that. And we've broken the habit of thinking for ourselves. We've outsourced it to these imperfect entities like CNN, like Fox, like Facebook, like Twitter. And I'm speaking from experience, for sure. Instead of me thinking, sitting down thinking, okay, well, this is a fascinating thing that's taking place. I wonder... I wonder what's what's really going on here instead of me going through that process and to really think about it and to question things i just pop open my my favorite uh, social media app or go to my favorite news source and get it from there so we you and i need to really get crystal clear on what we believe to be true and what it is that we stand for we need to figure out beyond the shadow of a doubt, what our core values are. And I know that that's been beaten up. I think that, that it's almost become trite, but unless you've actually done it and gone through and said, these are my core values. This is what I stand for. This is what I stand against. What do we need to do that? We need to figure out what our goals are. Where do you want to go? What do you want? What do you want your life to look like? What do you not want your life to look like? And then we need to develop a personal code that we live by. Doing so will help you, will help inform how you make decisions about things. As you view the world, it'll help you with that. It'll help you know what to say yes to. It'll help you learn what, to, what you say no to. And then you know that and it becomes really easy to say yes and to say no to things. You don't need to feel guilty about it. You just know, hey, I appreciate what you're doing. I appreciate your cause. I think it's super important, but that's not, uh, I, I do not, I'm not able to help you with that at this point, perhaps sometime in the future. So being able to, to know what that is and to live it, it's an amazing thing. Because that's, I mean, that, that, that's, that's the trick on, on the whole thing. Because it's not just enough to know. It's not enough to know how. We need to actually make it fit into our lives. We need to make the life you want that, that I want real and sustainable. We need to bring it from just a fleeting idea of this is, I think, what I want to putting a concrete plan together and moving towards that 
and doing that on a daily basis and focusing on that, minding the business, minding my business, minding my own business, that you're moving in the direction of the life that you really want. I think that one of the reasons we're so burned out and stressed out is that we feel out of control. We see these giant problems all around us and we just can't, we just can't process all of it. It's like, oh my gosh, it's climate change and it's racism and it's, and it's sexism and it's in human trafficking and, and problems in other countries and it's Afghanistan and it's, it's, oh, it's overwhelming. Just thinking about it right now and saying it out loud, it's so much. And there's very little that I can do about any of those things. But once you've figured out the things that I've been talking about, figuring out what's important to you, figure out what, what, what you want out of your life, figuring out all of that stuff, then you could start getting organized and implementing it in your life. You could start developing your own personal standard operating procedures. This great quote I literally got turned on to this morning. Somebody posted it on my favorite social media site that I was talking about earlier. Said that people do not decide their futures, they decide their habits, and their habits decide their futures. Read that again. People do not decide their futures, they decide their habits, and their habits decide their futures. It's from a person named FM, a guy named FM Alexander. So I think that this really gets to the core of what minding your own business means. You want to be healthier, you need to develop a plan to nurture your physical, mental, and emotional health. Want to have better relationships. You need to develop a plan for spending more quality time with loved ones. You want to get better with money. Put a plan together for getting out of debt. Start saving. So when you know what you want, you put a plan together for making it happen and actually block that into your schedule. Calendar the activities that it's going to take to get there. Because just wanting to do something, but then never actually putting it on your calendar and never doing it, then it's just then it's just a waste of time. But when you block the time in your calendar, you're going to increase your likelihood. You're going to dramatically increase your likelihood of doing the things that you want. So time blocking will help you bridge the gap between not doing it and then actually making it a habit that you do every day without even thinking about it, which is where we want to get to. But until we get there, we need to put structure around it. Self-discipline will eventually hopefully come and you'll have habits. But until we get there, you need to, to, to schedule things, put them into your calendar, and then whether you feel like it or not, just do it. So once you've got your house in order, once you've got your act together, you're successfully running your own race, then get out there and spread the good news to somebody else. But we've been screwing the order up, hasn't served us. We've been spending way too much time worrying about what everybody else is doing instead of taking care of ourselves. And the evidence of this is crystal freaking clear. 70%, 74% of Americans are overweight. 26% of Americans are suffering from a diagnosable mental health issue. 54% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. That means they are broke. We need to take care of ourselves first. Once we've done that, we can start helping others get on the right track. The world needs you at your best. Your loved ones 
need you at your best. It's the whole secure your own oxygen mask first and then help those around you. It's the whole be the change that you want to see in the world. It's that whole deal. Doing the work of minding your own business, getting clear on what's of greatest importance to you is some of the most important work of your lifetime. And you're worth the commitment of time and attention to do it. In service of helping you with this, I've created a values course and a goals course that are no cost. So they are free to take. And I highly encourage you to take advantage of them. Take you a little bit of time, a little bit of focus and energy, but I think it'll give you a framework for helping you get to where you want to go and getting clear on your first principles and what's most important to you and all that. So I'll link those in the notes of the show, certainly. Um, also super excited that I don't think I've talked about it at all on the show because I've been too busy talking to other people to do too many of these types of episodes. Uh, excited, to, super excited to be launching a website for, for Lifeblood, for the podcast. And we're targeting December the 1st, which means we're going to launch it on December the 1st. And I think it's going to be awesome. I think you're really going to enjoy it and get a lot out of it. It's going to be opportunities to obviously listen to podcast episodes, to read written content from our guests, to engage in coaching, work with, um, to actually engage with the guests of the show directly, to take courses that they that they um, have created, to read their books, to listen to their podcasts. It's, the idea is that it's a self-contained ecosystem of uh, of the. 1,300 some guests that we've had on the show since launching the show in 2018. It all kind of runs together. So uh, super excited about it. The website's going to be lifeblood.live, lifeblood.live. So more to come on that. So thanks for the time. Um, Again, you're worth the commitment of time and attention to do this. Minding your own business is is such an important thing. If we all if we all minded mound mound our own business, if we were all in the practice of minding our own business, making sure that we had our our affairs in order, um, get our ducks in a row, and then we turned uh, our attention outward, I think that we'd find that a lot of these problems have have taken care of themselves. So, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Appreciate your time and attention.